Hello and welcome to Free in the Full Podcast, the podcast where three friends who had their dreams of being professional footballers dashed away as children. One of both was confined to a wheelchair, and the other two discovered food have their say on the Premier League. You see those guys with Naki Willi- uh, the goals by Naki Williams and uh, Neymar, though. Not yeah. Premier League, but goals. Yeah, they were goals. La, Le- La Liga bangs and Premier League doesn't. But tell you one thing, we're in the English country, so. i tell you one thing, top leagues would be a lot harder to decide uh, <laughs> if you geez. were picking those goals. Would be. Unfortunately, uh, we ain't got Neymar. You know, and we, we have Vardy. Yay! Right, he took us. Fuck you, though. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. So you you take Vardy over name name off? Yeah, Vardy over name off? Oh, of course, of course, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh duh. Yeah, hundred mil straight up. <laughs> Obviously, of course. Talk about world class talent here. You know, come on, Jamie Vardy. Yeah, yeah. yeah of okay, this sarcasm is now hurting. It's, 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 especially if you go by like Harry Redknapp's logic. I mean, like, he writes weekly articles for yeah. The Guardian and they're some of the most silly things I've ever seen. I, I don't silly. read The Guardian, mate. Xenopho- xenophobic, more like. Also, man. he always writes about when he was at Spurs, imagine, um, <laughs> yeah. Luka Modric and Van der Vaart. Literally, every article he's wrote, I've seen him drop it oh, in. Geez, Who reads The Guardian anyway? Trash. Oh. <laughs> Other enough. newspapers are available. <laughs> but, but Including The Guardian. But don't buy The Sun. If you know, you, you can buy the sun if you want to. The sun, Daily Star, Guardian, Independent, all nonsense. Let's start. Well, I sent for one of them. I think, I right. think we should just, uh, like, I think that's it. I think we should just move on to the, the podcast and we move on to the do. game, as you like to say. We could do, and we shall. A forgettable week. Another one, of course, for Chelsea, Mourinho, and uh, well, everybody involved in and Chelsea fans, I guess. Let's go. They flossed one nil to Stoke. Marko Arnautovic, Ibrahimovic wannabe, got the goal in the fifty third minute. Uh, discuss, I suppose. Discuss. Yeah, well, Mourinho was uh, banned from the stadium, weren't he, this week? Yeah, whatever he said to the the referee, wasn't it? Um, yeah, he's he's on a stadium ban, and apparently, I don't believe this for a second, but he said he wouldn't be watching the game. Um, they was claiming that he was in his hotel room watching yeah, the match, though, weren't they? Yeah. So, you know. But Chelsea, it's a weird one because I was watching the highlights and I have found that Diego Costa was drifting out wide a lot more than he did last year and maybe he should do for a striker leading the line. Um, we didn't really run behind um, Wolfscheid, I think his name is. And, and, Wolfscheid. And, and, and Shawcross. Um and I also feel that, that game would have been perfect for Laurent Remy to, to start in because I think he's got the pace and the movement in behind to, to really cause the problems and he showed that when he he nearly won the penalty he slash probably, sh- probably should have gone down but yeah, there like, is there is because yeah. we'll get to that in a minute alright cool cool yeah so um I'd say a few more of the Chelsea players looked out for it with Mourinho's not there. Uh, they, 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 <laughs> what does that say about Mourinho? <laughs> no, they, they did play all right, actually, to be fair. Yeah. Like, Chelsea weren't poor, but they got exposed at that one moment, but it's all about Shakiri. Yeah, Shakiri right. was bullying Raman to the point of banter. And like, the thing Which about Raman... Which is because we've been, well, been waiting Raman to start for weeks yeah, now. But the thing, he is... You can not get fire a bit when you've got Shakiri coming at you. Yeah, yeah but if yeah. you're getting game time... You're not going to be match fit, yeah, of course. so he he struggled from match sharpness. Yeah, he struggled from the start anyway. But Shakiri, uh, Glenn Johnson somehow, <laughs> um, Arnautovic all had good games. Um, but level Johnson, ain't yeah. But but that's still the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a Premier League player. I just never rated him as a defender. 
Mm. He's always been a he's a right midfielder, yeah. Yeah, to me, yeah, exactly. So, but um, yeah. no, Chelsea were yeah, they were okay. I thought they were okay. right. Stoke, they looked uh, they looked confident. They played the high line, of course. Their wing backs were pushed up fairly high. Uh, a lot of chances. <sighs> oh, okay, okay, okay. This is going to be a running theme for me. But well, you've got a set back period of short course of Oldfield. Two team two players that aren't quick. What you're doing playing a high line is stupidity. It seemed to work for Stoke. Of it worked yeah, because Luke I mean, Rem- It worked. It worked because Luke Rebbe didn't start. And that's yeah, the fault so like, of Chelsea. Like, and a lot of chances in the first half were a fraction away from Costa's foot. So that might be uh, Costa- down to bad um, positioning no, from Costa. Yeah, or, yeah he was hardly. Like, he, he looks a bit lost. Also, yeah. like if you look at how often he's in the box now in comparison to last year. He's always trying to drift. I don't know why he keeps trying but to drift out I wide. Think he wants the ball more. The thing is, like, he, he wants balls to feet. Yeah, the thing is, last season he was still drifting out wide, but he was doing it in a much more smarter way of playing the game. Now he's drifting out wide, and no one is running into the um, striker's position. But the one person that did that was Oscar. I don't know where Oscar is right now. I don't know if he's injured or what. No, he's he he's been like in and out of the Chelsea overall team since okay. the Porto game. Okay, um, there you go. He's one of the players that aren't really doing well and aren't really getting in favour in, in, in the slump but weirdly enough Oscar was a player that he favoured when he chucked Matter out of Chelsea yeah, so I've got no idea where Oscar no, cause Oscar's that hard worker and that's what I'm talking about trying to get into the box but Hazard's not doing it Costa's not doing it Willian's not doing it Will- and then the one time you bring Willian is he's got three kicks yeah but he's his probably the one, is not great I'd around. say he's probably okay. the one player though in a Chelsea attacking midfield setup that is playing the best yeah yeah but again it's three kicks isn't it mm. that's the issue he's not actually grabbing the, the game well actually I can't say he's not grabbing the game but the scruff of the net because he is scoring goals but at the same time it's one of those things where I look at him in his overall game in the match and he's not actually doing anything special apart from scoring those three kicks. Mm. So how long can they rely on him popping three kicks in? Second half, of course. Um, of course, they rude those missed chances. Shakiri found Johnson with a we great ball. Fantastic. For delicious ball. And uh, his cross found Arnautovic, who scored an overhead kick. Uh, uh, John Waters uh, headed, oh, sort of knocked the ball on. Mm. And yeah. it fell quite fortunately. One thing I will say to Arnautovic, I praise him on his body positioning because he had to change his position really quickly and adjust his body really quickly to score the goal. It was a really good finish as well. Um, also, <laughs> I'm going to pick out Jack Butland again for making a string of great saves yeah. again because he, for me, he's one of the standout keepers of the Premier League and standout players of the Premier League this season so far. Uh, we always have to remember this is his maiden Premier League season as well. Um, just, I think Chelsea fans need to shy away from getting on the scapegoat thing because people are getting at Begovic for the goal. And mm. to be honest, it was a real, very well struck, well, well struck, uh, struck goal. Sure, yeah. But again, the defending to me looked a bit lazy. Yeah. Because I think it was Zuma in the middle that didn't make enough effort to get in there. Um, whoever was playing right back uh, Aspili Aspili wasn't doing enough to come and close well, he's, he's been or, playing left back for what's it now about uh, a month yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two yeah. years now but you know basis of defending at least get close to your defender I mean your your attacker and he wasn't doing that either before that who's who's tracking back with Baba Rama when Stoke go to one of them when Shakiri drops back in yeah. to get the ball and he plays the ball in behind Baba Rama there's nobody with Baba Rama to, to come back and Shakiri's been making trouble for your side the whole game 
you see your left back struggling, support him. And then second of all, do not give him that time and space because you know someone of his quality is going to do something like that. He has so much time to pick out the pass. Mm. Johnson's run was obvious. It's just Rodman was stuck. He's like, who's going to close him down? Should I close him down? Should I come back and stop Johnson? I don't know what to do. He was caught in two minds. Also, like, we've got to think, Stoke have got quality players. They're the team with the most Champions League winners. In the, in the Premier League weirdly enough weirdly enough but this is the thing they, they've got quality up and down the pitch so they have to be respected and Chelsea have lost to them twice already this season now I thought, I thought this was a game they will bounce back in but obviously they still look I remember saying when uh, when Chelsea beat Arsenal that I didn't think that it'd be the start of their revival and it's just proven they've still got a long way to go Woodwork did come to uh, Chelsea, no Stokes rescue when uh, Pedro sh- curling shot hit the post. It was a good shot. But then, um, was Remy too honest with his decision? Yeah, not to yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, he, he's, he's the thing. It's the confusing thing. We berate people, mostly foreigners in in this country, <laughs> for going down too easily. And then when we get and when we get some or- honest ones, they get berated for not. Do it is for not going down. It's ridiculous. He, I, I was stuck in two minds with that as well because number one. There was no contact, but he was impeded. He was yeah. definitely impeded. I mean, should the referee have given a penalty for, for this that? Is, this is the thing. He if, should have been rewarded for staying on his feet, on his feet, with the penalty because it was a foul. He jumped not to get hurt. It was a foul. Mm. He impeded him. And it goal scoring opportunity. That's a foul. You know what the, the it is though. The, I think the, the reason why the referee wouldn't have given it is because. As you see, when he jumps over the keeper, his right leg swings out. It's not a natural movement. And then he brings it back because he's like, no, I want to stay on my feet. He himself was caught in two minds because he was thinking, should I go down? Should I stay up? Personally, I think he should have gone down. Get your penalty. Because even if it wasn't... He probably... Even if it wasn't impeded, this I'm going to get into whole. this is a game that you need to win because your yeah. team is not at it at all. And yeah, you need to, any you break need to you get, can get. You need to get the points wherever you can get the points. Exactly. So if I would have told him, or if I was in position, his position, then I would have gone down because... I think most people struggling. would have. You need a point at least. I genuinely think the reason why he didn't go down is because he, two reasons: he wanted to score, yeah, and he don't take penalties. Yeah, quite simple, really. If he was at Newcastle where he was taking the penalties, he would have gone down, took penalties, but got penalties. The issue being, even if he went on a goal scoring run of form, Costa comes back, Costa starts again. It's but just that, that game, simple. that game was made for him, of course. But don't compare the high line. They've got two very slow, very. Uh, immobile set of backs and when he came on and they're passing the ball in behind them that's when Chelsea were really looking like they're going to change the game I mean is that also Chelsea's problem that they are too loyal to some of these that's players that are the but it's, it's, Marino's been doing that for years though. Mourinho is like Scolari in that Scolari does that as well both managers of Chelsea at one point because um, any manager should know when to use certain players for certain games and Mourinho used to do that in defensive midfield mm. but as strikers he's never done that you know some games back in the day where you thought nah Drogba wouldn't suit this game, but Drogba will always start even if he was in poor form. Mm. Same here. Costa had a great season last season. This season he's not been there at all. Dropped him. No, no, he got no, he got banned. Yeah. And he came back into the squad. Hazard got dropped for one game. And he came back. He's not shown any real form. Mm. You know, Baba Rahman went left back back because Ivanovic is injured. I mean, have they got any depth? They've got depth. Yeah, they're the with inside. They've, got depth. they've not got depth. It's, but it's just if you show too much if you show too much loyalty to the, to the players, the players are not playing, I'm not going to want to well, they want to want to play, but they're not going to be at it, or they know they're going to be dropped straight I mean, away. Who could replace Hazard? Uh, someone of his quality, he's probably the best player in the squad. Oh, Oscar! No, I'm, I'm I'm being serious. In the team that they have, I don't think they have Premier League title challenging 
quality they won the in, league in last depth. year in That's depth I see what you mean in, so the, in their squad players I see what you mean from the set because Hazard didn't really get a serious injury last season for them to drop him he had, they had all those players had a good run of um, injury free form where they went and they let's check the Chelsea team they smashed the league quite early didn't they yeah completely I mean so Courtois gone because he's injured so Begovic is back up Fair enough. Um, they signed Marco Emilio, who's decent. Yeah. Um, they're back for Ivanovic, Zuma, uh, Cahill. Who? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Cahill, Terry, and uh, Aspilicueta. Rob- no backup left back, unless you... Robin is a backup left back. Yeah, but... Yeah, they spent, this is his first season. They spent twenty million on him, and, um, and he was they're very lacking in right back. Jilaboji yeah, or Jilabo- I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Papa Jilaboji, yeah, they yeah. they haven't registered that, him for the Premier League. That was just a waste. Of... They wanted, they wanted. I think they wanted Otamendi to they get him. Mm. They wanted they wanted Stones. It was... I mean, okay, so it's going to be Fabregas, Oscar, Hazard, and uh, Matic and Willian. Yeah. Apart from that, they've got Mikel Ramirez, Loftus Cheek. That's it. All three of those players. Defensive mids. Completely defensive mid. mid. But Ramirez has played at right. Meh. At times. Meh. But someone, he, someone they're not playing that's pissed me off is Kennedy. Yeah. yeah he's he's, he's a talent. Falcao, he's Kennedy, a bit Pedro, like, Remy and Costa. But that you said, he's too low to Costa. He's not going to drop he's him. He's not going to drop him. This, that's, that's, that's the problem. But he's always had that for years. But in those years, he's had teams that he didn't have to drop those players because they were consistently winning stuff. Also, this well, team seems even, like they're just We're lazy. not even here talking about dropping him because you don't feel like he's playing well, even though he isn't. But we're talking about adjusting their team to the team that you're playing against. And mm. I have no doubts in my mind if Remy started that game, he would have got a goal because of the way he plays against the, the Stoke defence. I could just see it happening all day long. Um, but we've got, to, we've got to give credit where credit's due. And fair play to Stoke. Fair play to Stoke indeed. Fair play to Leicester. They beat, I think, the most defensively, uh, the most successful defensive Premier League so far. What, Watford? No, 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 no. I think they are. And they're the most successful defense out of the promoted sides. It goes May United. It goes Arsenal. And then I think it's Watford and never thereabouts. No, it's May United and Arsenal top. Then Tottenham and City. Yeah, that's and then, yeah, then it's Watford. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Watford. Outside the top four, top four contenders. Well done, Watford. Still lost to Leicester though. Two one. Sorry, Darren. Um, <laughs> yeah, Watford came close first when a Migalo shot hit the post, and then Shamichael was forced into a save from an Ake volley. Get your head up, Darren. It's not that bad. No, it's because it's because well, well, you go through the match round. I'll put it. I'll tell you why I'm frustrated about this game. I just, I'm not even, yeah, just yeah. Kante's goal was just Herrera Gomes being being Herrera Gomes. <laughs> He's back. He's back. That's that's the Gomez we all know. Should we call should we call the podcast Hamelio Gomez being Hamelio Gomez? I think we might do. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Like he was doing good up until now, but I think he's just hit a re he just hit, has to hit a full um, automatic reset button. No, I don't. And he goes back to his trash form. It was yeah, exactly it was fraudulent form. That's what it was. Fraudulent form, that's probably probably the best way to describe it. Yeah. I mean what was he doing? You know, I I'd I'd like to explain but I can't get into the mind of Gomez. So I can't... <laughs> Could you imagine what's actually in there? So I can't tell you what happened because to me, that's something a two-year-old saves. You know when you're playing with a little kid and you just kick the ball, the ball to them and it just hits their leg and they stop it. <laughs> I, I, I don't... I can't. I can't. Oh, so I must just move on to whatever happened after that. <laughs> Gomez is just Gomez. Yeah, Gomez is Gomez. And then Vardy went down injured and 
me or Darren and me were very hopeful that he'd might have been See, I don't want to I don't want to wish Edry or any player but I don't like him and no, you know he, he's a class A prick you know he's, he's one of those guys that will come and chat shit to you in a club for no reason when he's all drunk and all that he looks like that kind of mug <laughs> oh yeah like, he, like all he does is like have blue WKDs and starts trouble every yeah. place he is but, that, that's um, what he looks like but he had a decent game he, he was using his he's using what he has to his advantage the pace and all that stuff got the penalty that's it he's very lucky that Morris gave him penalty though yeah he's very lucky because he's not penalty taker at all that being said he, he knew that I can't yeah. fuck it up so he rifled that he smacked it I think he does that quite a bit quite a bit quite yeah. a bit yeah I mean so yeah so Gomez again was fairly stupid in charging out <laughs> at Vardy right no, 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 no. the problems this is where here I it comes to, again this is the problem before this was the high line you don't need to play a high line every game. And I think it's, it's deeper than it just being um, a footballing fan at the moment. But I also feel like that when... Because of the amount of money in the Premier League now, mm. they, they, they don't innovate tactically. They don't change. Every team in Premier League pretty much plays the same barring Sam Dice and Tony Pulis teams. But you know what you're going to get from them anyway? Because there's so much money in the Premier League and teams from the top, from the bottom to the top, can spend a whole bag of money on players. They're innovative tactically, so every team's playing the exact same way. Every team's playing a high line. Every team wants to counter press. Well, sometimes you're better off just sticking 11 men behind the ball, going on the break, like Aston Villa used to do a lot when um, Martin O'Neill was in charge and they came to sixth. Because of now, they're nowhere near that. And you look at teams like West Brom, teams like, I don't even know what I said, Teddy Pierce. West Brom, play West Chris Brom. Brunt at left back. Play Chris Brunt at left back because they... they um, Premier League. Yeah, because out of pure laziness. Watford, playing no real paces at the backs, playing a high line, trying to push forward. The only team that should be playing like that, week in, week out, because of the defenders they have, is Tottenham. No other, no other Premier League team. Maybe even Arsenal because they've got very, very good. When they're not playing Mersaka. When Mersaka's not playing. When it's Gabriel and Koscielny. And Bellerin there as well. Then, 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 because they've got mobile defence. Right. He's laughing because they tried that this weekend. <laughs> yeah, but why, why play when Mersaka's playing? That's stupid. But anyway, yeah. Anyway. But that's Wenger. I mean, of course but this this is exactly what I'm talking about every every team wants to defend exactly the same way and it's not conducive to the strengths of your team like you don't have to play there is no blueprint that everybody has to follow and every team is playing the exact same way and it's leading to players like Jamie Vardy scoring goals this much the Premier League standards of defending is at an all time low since I can remember three of the top five strikers in the Premier League have Played in the championship in the last three years. They will watch anywhere else in Europe. Do you think Paderborn could go to Germany and be one of the top goal scorers and a player from that team in the, in the I'd say, a third of the way through the season? Do you, do you know what it is, yeah? You know, this English whole way of let's jump on the Spanish way of playing football now because they don't have to. They've been doing this thing for years. But it's not even the Spanish. Not even but they, they know how to implement the style. It's the same thing as the 3 5 2. That, was, that didn't start here. That started Italy. That started exactly. Italy years but ago, though. Juventus know how to implement it nicely, whereas teams in England 
never know how to implement it. it, it, it and this Highline thing, like, it's common sense. Like Darren's saying, you're playing Leicester. You see, it's this, it's the thing is, Vardy's been scoring goals since the end of last season. So, end of last season to now, you've seen the kind of goals he's been scoring. As much as I try and give him praise on that, these goals are quite simple. Give him the through ball, he'll run past the defender, maybe get a penalty, maybe put it away. Cool. Common sense. And all you keep doing is playing a high line against him. This is basic. This is basic football. And do it against that. That's why Darren's saying start Remy. Because Remy's got the pace to do that and he doesn't drift out wide. He goes central and he goes straight into goal. He's Look at Bay Light. He, he, got, he got a penalty. The Bay Light game. The Bay Light game. Marshall goes up front after he really comes off gets a penalty. Quick. Because, because West Brom get caught. We'll get to that. No, I'm just saying I there's know. so many examples of tactical rigidity in the Premier League and just teams just not really knowing how to set up their teams defensively anymore. Mm. Nice. This is why we get destroyed in Europe. This is why we're getting destroyed in Europe. Let's not even talk about Europe, boy. <laughs> yeah, let's let's, let's <laughs> um, yeah, so Vardy rifled in the penalty. Very lucky to get it as Mares was is their um, usual penalty taker, but he gave it to him. Very very nice of him, so he could continue his uh, run of form. Then uh, Paredes was brought down in the box, and uh, Dini tucked away the penalty very nicely, continuing his goal scoring form as well. Sorry. We're two and two for Dini. Yeah, yeah. I won't call that form just yet. Look at Igalo's got consecutive goals. Igalo's got seven. Igalo's got seven. He didn't score this week, did he? You know, Igalo was linked to move to China before they got promoted. Mm. This is the standard of striker that's now the top striker. Tell me who the top three goal scorers are in England Igalo, Vardy, and Mares. You got name on. Imagine how many goals Callum. Look, look at the Newcastle game, which I know we'll get to. But imagine how many goals Callum Wilson could have scored by now. He could have been up there as well, and that would have been four. That could have been four of strikers. Did he already scored four already this season? Which was three off the, um, the, the second or third, and he's out injured for the rest of the season, pretty much. Yeah. It's just like very depressing situation in the Premier League in terms of defending. And you, you think to be as in terms of attack, it's been poor. You think England are going to go to mm. Euros and do anything? <laughs> no, <pissed> <laughs> you see the same yeah. crap every week, though. Yeah. Let 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 Kill go. Let Kill go. <laughs> Maybe raise your spirits here, Manchester United. They won two 0 against West Bromwich Albion. Okay, maybe not. No, no, no. I'm 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 fine. I'm All fine. Right. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Matzo was pulling the strings, I'd say, from the entire match. Yeah, he's he thinks he's had the most contributions to goals and assists mm-hmm. out of everyone since he joined the club. So, yeah. United won. <laughs> That's what you're going to get with him, though. You're just going to get constant goal threat. Um, I'd also like to shout out Jesse Lingard for for playing well and also shout out Van Gaal for trying to take all the credit. <laughs> Did you? That guy. Yeah, so uh, United won the front foot from the start. But West Ham, def- West, West, Ham West Bromwich Albion defence were... We're up for it in the first half. They were playing very fairly well. Fairly well. No, oh, yeah, they were Then right. they collapsed in the second half. Poor header from Brunt landed straight into Lingard's path. Why is Brunt there? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. You can't even Who's say left back. I don't even know anymore. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check. Who's I'm so left? used to Chris, Chris Brunt being a left back even though I know he's a left winger. It's ridiculous. The thing is they can't even say they've not even got the money anymore. If they can say no to twenty one million for for Berahino, then they've got the money to buy you. I hate the way if Berahino does not stop his banter and stop missing them stupid chances, yeah, oh, he's gonna man. piss me off. You're a striker and you're scared to head the ball. Yeah, it actually looked like he ducked his head, like he didn't know he was heading it as well. What kind of come on, bruv. It's nonsense, complete nonsense. 
Yeah. So who is their left back? Let me see. Well, while you do that, I'm going to talk about how Amina is stuck to their philosophy. Are they circulating the ball from back to front, from side to side? And um, Van Gaal come out and said the reason why they do this is because teams traditionally go against Man United and put 10 men behind the ball and you've got to break them down. So he tries to make them tired beforehand and it says the spaces will come. And to some extent, he proved that today. But I'd also say there was still a chance of attack, attack, attack. May United still weren't the swashbuckle the best. But one thing he's definitely got sorted out is a defence. May United's defence is great at the moment. Even with Ashley Young playing right back at the moment and a youngster coming on for Marcus Rojo. I don't think they have a left back. It's a point defender there, bruv. I don't care. Don't don't put a left winger with the left foot of Chris Brunt. Pogdoli uh, is a left back. Left oh, yeah, he plays. Yeah. He's played for the Belgium senior team. Mm. He's a Belgium international. Bundem. Anyway, um, you know what it is um, Man United actually played decent as usual yeah. at home. That's what it should be doing anyway. Um, Martial going up front obviously should have happened from the beginning anyway. <laughs> Common sense, but like I said last week, if he's not getting through balls, I don't want to see him there. Do you know what it is? At least Do you know what it is? He's got. Balls this time, Michael. We were saying because there was no winger stepping up to play. Now Jesse Lingard is doing it. He's doing it. Boy, and now Memphis. And now, now um, too quick. To be fair to Memphis, he did come out. Um, he had a interview with a Dutch um, newspaper, and he did say, "You know, I know my form's bad. I am trying to adapt. I started well, and then my form fell off. It's not like Colin. So he's he's trying to learn, mm, and yeah. he, at least acknowledges because you know some players trying to say, "Oh, man, just not giving me enough time." Blah blah. How can you say? At least he's got an attitude of, you know, I know I have to improve. Yeah, Michael, so I'll Michael, him that. the Dutch press are going at him. Oh, of course. At the moment, they're going at him. Of course, him. because of how he ripped it up with um, PSV. Mm-hmm. And then he had a good World Cup as well. Also, him and Van Persie got in a fight. And um, Danny Blind is all like, not Danny Blind, Danny Blind is all like, he doesn't put in as much work for the national team as he should. So, he's, he's not a the team Dutch journalists, especially with the way Dutch football was going, they're going at Memphis Depay at the moment. But to be fair, He's target, the only press worse than Dutch press is English press, so fair enough. He he will get touched like that, but um, you know he 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 yes yes have time. He's twenty one. He's come from the Dutch league. He's been there all his life. The leagues are two different levels, you know. So, I people have to give him time. People he's are calling him, exactly. People are calling him frauds already. Like, chill with yeah, that yeah. nonsense. How are you gonna come and call him a fraud? You know who a fraud is. People that go say, oh, we're gonna go in the top four and try and play Crafters in the defense. Oh God! Thank you for reminding me of that. Andy Carroll, we uh, but about that. In, all, in all those things, just like Jesse Lingard played fantastically well. He's uh, he likes to run up players. He's a very very good player. His his development's been quite weird. His development's actually quite similar to Jack Butland. He's been on loan everywhere. Yeah, in the sense of exactly that's why I think his um his development's been quite similar to Butland of Stoke. They've been loaned out here, there, and everywhere. And they finally got their chance. And it's good to see him capitalising on it. Um, Martial. As soon as you put him up front. Yeah, he put scoring opportunity. There's nothing else to say. Completely burst into the box. And, uh, McCauley tripped him. He got sent off, of course. And uh, Mata, of course, converted the penalty. Put it straight down the middle. Nice little technique as well. Nice little technique. Yeah. 555 minutes without conceding in all competitions for Man United now. That's One point off the top. One point off the top. But not play well yet. Two points. Yeah, two points. Yeah, sure. Leicester one point off. 
<laughs> Imagine that. Imagine yeah, they'll, that. They'll the Tinker Man. They'll, they'll slip off the pace. I hope so. They will slip off the pace. Nah. This current season, I don't think they might, you know. They're doing, they're doing quite well. I'm just, I'm just saying that because you can't be finishing fifth every year and then when Chelsea are out, Tottenham allow another team to take over. No, the way Tottenham are playing, there's no way they're not going to capitalise on that. They have to. Well, they're they going to. to try their utmost to, to capitalise on that. But it's a bad for not a sprint. Let's go to the northeast. Uh, Sunderland and Southampton finished one nil to Southampton. Not a surprise. Uh, Tadic got on the goal sheet. Southampton were over Sunderland like a like a like a rash. Should have been so much more. Should have killed them so much more. Should have killed them. That that Newcastle result is just what happens every year of Newcastle. Yeah. So did you see? Did you see Samadas' reaction when the Villa gave away the penalty? Yeah. Yeah. Because he. Oh my. <laughs> Just another foolish decision. Like, let's get so. He's defending. He's not going anywhere. Bertrand. Just shield him off and push the, him towards the, the, the thing. The thing is, yeah, when Bertrand was making the run, yeah, he put his arms out, saying, "Who's going to help me out?" And then he saw this guy coming, and he thought, "You know what? You're a fucking idiot. You're going to help me out. I'm going to try yeah. to you. You're going to slide." That's oh, this is. I was saying, who, who did I say it to on the weekend? I can't remember who it was. I was chilling with, but I said footballers lack the most common sense because. <sighs> These two, I'll tell you what I reckon I reckon something would have got a point if it weren't for that yeah. it was just one of those games levels of hatred defenders referees Aguero that is, that's how I, it goes for me you. that's how it goes for me hey, hey Michael he's not a defender Michael. though he's a defensive mid yeah but uh, yeah tr- it's close enough okay. Michael 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 didn't you say referees first and you, jo- you joined my team and hated defenders no no now it's defenders, defenders because defenders do the most defenders, stupid things uh, like last week in the Gomez is as much as a prick as Murasaka for what he did. You're the slowest defender in the league, or probably in the world, and you okay. go and play. You go and play def- offside. This is why I hate defenders. And he's a defensive midfielder. He's doing defensive work. So I'm going to class him as a defender. People walk up when defender. I'm going to class him as a defender. More right caps now, yeah. and arguably one of the greatest defenders to play. No, the football. greatest defender to play football. Who Maldini? Exactly. That's what I said. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Wait, didn't didn't Beckenbauer's my Ballon d'Or? No, but Maldini's just Maldini. Maldini is Maldini. <laughs> Maldini, Maldini, mate. Right. And he was in the era of Rivaldo's and Dinos and all them lot. Who yeah. Cannavaro is also up there. True, true. Nesta is also up there. That that is an early two thousands was the, was the the era of of Italian defenders. Milan, fair enough. Benchmark. Right. So, um, Tadish and Mane both had early chances in the second half. They were all saved by Pantillon. Then, uh. Sunderland in the second half second half came Sunderland were throwing everything in the way of Southampton's shots then in Villa uh, I don't even look, I don't, I don't, I don't talk about it he's Why? a twat he's a twat there's no need for it there's no need for it he's dumb there's no need for it there's no danger he's yeah. just an idiot simple as that then uh, finish Sam Allardyce looked distraught well, he's, he's, he's playing that's common because sense. the Villa's cost them a put if you like comments out here, if you like players that have comments you get relegated. When it rains, it pours, though, where Sunderland almost had, or should have had a penalty when a no, Yoshida used his arms. Penalty, no, no, he's, he's, his body yeah. was too close. Yeah, and he, he, he was, him was too close. Back. His arm was in a non-natural position. No, 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 but him is back. He him around his back, back area. And his arm pit. Didn't hit his his arm. Yeah, it wasn't a penalty. It wasn't a penalty. Good decision, referee. There's one penalty decision I'm going to rip into later on anyway, but, you know, continue. Okay, that was Sunderland Southampton. Now, Norwich Swansea. You couldn't hear me say that. It was Norwich. Oh, and oh yeah, they won, didn't it? I'll tell you one thing, they right? They did win. I'll tell you one thing. I bet the Swansea fans hate John Joe Shelby now. How are you feeling now, fam? Cause How you feeling now? Who told you to go chat shit about going to Champions League because you beat Man United 2-1? Where are Man United? Where are you? Dickhead. Finish one, of course. Johnny Housen 
got on the goals for uh, Norwich. I want to say every time Norwich bring on Mbumbukani, I think his name is. Mbumbukani. He makes a difference. That's a great name, by the way. That every name, time. That name is Dench, bro. Mbumbukani. Have you noticed? Every time he comes on, he makes a difference. Yeah. Every maybe single maybe time. He just, maybe he should just. Ah, he should just be an impact player. Maybe that's what Alex Neal's going for, I think. Just yeah, probably. bring him off the bench, made that little impact. First off, the real Cameron Jerome stood up. When his free header from about 10 yards went sailing over the bar. <laughs> Told so, you so. So much joy, you know. So Bro, listen. Listen, he smelt the goal last week. Give him credit where credit is due. No. Obviously, Mario returned to his normal state. But <laughs> allow it. <laughs> It's trash, it's trash. I think it's because uh, he he uh, hated the fact that I agreed with you that he said the goal. I really want to just pop one against Arsenal. That's why I want to come for you. Ah, uh, if he does. <laughs> Are we doing podcast that week? No, we're not. We're not. We're not at all. Fuck it, I'll host it. I'll get someone else to come on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, second half, Fabianski was forced into a save after Brady rifled a shot in to the corner, which should have, shouldn't have saved it. Had no right to save it, but he did. Great keeper, that Fabianski. Went from hero to zero in a few seconds, though, when he misjudged the flight of a corner, which Umbumbakani headed down, back across the goal, which found Housen, and he bundled the ball in. Johnny. Johnny, Johnny Housen. Yeah, it was good. It was a good finish. It wasn't a game that really interested me, though. I'm, yeah, like, I'm not even going to lie to you. Most games this week didn't interest yeah, me. Yeah, it was just it's a shot. That game in itself was a microcosm of the Premier League at the moment. Fair enough. Um, but I will say one thing. Um, Alex Neil was and his Norwich side are putting a fair fist of it of being a Premier League side they're really going for it they're, they're trying this, actually to be fair to him, there were the teams that are actually trying to be tactically fluid <laughs> he yeah. said that he changed his tactics to make them more solid defensively because they kept conceding and you can tell he tried because they against about this match. against City he played 5-4-1 yeah. uh, I think against um, did he play that? I think he played the same formation he played three the back yeah, yeah. two wing backs because he knows he needs to get the defence sorted out. And he doesn't have the players to play the high line. He doesn't have the players to constantly be pressing. But he will get joy because Robbie Brady will whip the ball in. Can I just say, if Swansea, by any chance, consider sacking Gary Monk... Yeah, he's under pressure, isn't he? It's one of the most foolish decisions they have ever made. Because I, 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 well, I did... The most foolish was sacking um, Laudrup. But hey, yeah. you know what it is? I did look at the sort of. Pro- I should try and see the progress they're trying to make. I did some research. I was like, have they really progressed? They haven't progressed as much. No. But they're still making a bit of progress. Yeah, of course. And he it's his first job. He's doing good. He's not even like he's one of those ones where he's brought them down to a level where they're struggling. They're still comfortably a top half side. He's bought well. He's bought really well. You know, and. You knew about Montero. You know, the thing is, the him. thing is, when you lose players like um, Boney. Oh, okay. <laughs> when, no, you, when you lose someone like Boney, you're going to struggle a little bit because yeah. Gomez is average. He stepped in. He stepped, he stepped in all right. In the first few games of the season, he but, stepped in. Yeah, really but he has something to prove because he true, was true, chatting, true. Sh- chatting shit about wanting to leave and all that and he'd done a U-turn and all that. At least he didn't snick and do another double U-turn, Delph. But, um, 100% back at you on that. Carry on. But um, the team is still kind of the same team they've had for a long time. Apart from a few players now coming in, but Ayub, great signing. Montero, just giving right backs nightmares for banter. Yeah. Um, Gomez is doing okay. Sigurdsson still producing. So give him the thing time. Is, the thing is, probably you can say about Swansea on their day, they will could bother every single team in the Premier League. Every single team. 
mean, it's weird. Like, we keep on... Well, I keep on mentioning this, but the press, they, like... The, the press is weird. The like, press. They, they keep on waving the banner for more English managers in the Premier League. And they're, but the, they're, they're the they, ones they, killing them. Yeah, they really want Monk to go. I don't understand this. Because Cause Monk isn't... Monk isn't... I'm sorry about this, but Monk isn't a red nap. Monk isn't... To some extent, not to the same extent as as Redknapp, but he isn't the Sherwood. He isn't the press darling. No, do he's, it is. He isn't gonna come out with them sound bites. Do it is for me. I, 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 whether they're press darlings or not, as soon as they have a bite on someone that's that's um, struggling, they love to just jump on you. It's just that simple. The the media have no loyalty to anyone. <laughs> that's that's the thing about their job. So they can say, "Oh, Mark is a great sign. He's done well because he did great last season." They were praising him, but since they feels not, he's got a few bad results this season. They jumped on him because there's no loyalty there. They will gladly say, "Oh, yeah, let's see the next managers and give him a chance." Remy God, they give him a chance. Give it three, four weeks, or maybe he wasn't cut enough to do the village job. I never, I never, that's I never, just I how never it's going to be. Manager, take an English, uh, that's just how it's going to be. But all I'm saying is, if they sack him, I thought, to be honest, Hugh Jenkins is his name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, had more common sense than that. No, no, no. Here's the thing: if you look at the way, I think he does. Because if you look at the way they've they've hired their badges, they've all had the same ideologies. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's fine. I really feel, really feel Gary Monk all the way down from. Uh, yeah, what's it, from the, when they were in the championship, yeah. Yeah. which is fine. Start off with um, further down than that, like yeah, Martinez. Martinez. Then it was Rogers. Rogers. Uh, Laudrup. Uh, no. Ma- was it Paulo Sosa? Then Martinez. Then yeah, yeah, yeah right. then Rogers. Yeah. But I missed that one. Yeah. Sorry. Right, Didn't know you had those high standards. I just know about that. Get all the badges right, Cahill. Oh, jeez. You're deep research the hosts. <laughs> hey, I'm touching that cochlear. But anyway, um, <laughs> this is a nice ball of Coca-Cola chilling there. But um, no, um, the reason I say I hope he had, oh, I don't care. The reason I, had, um, I say I hope he has more common sense is just because in the sense that this guy's not doing a bad job and we're in bloody November, I bruv. Mean, th- no, this is the manager that sat Laudrup in just because he feared that he would move to a big club. So he has no common sense, clearly. Well, then... I'll, I'll, he has no look, sense. I'll be honest with you. Gary Bug is one of those managers you can just tell he's only going to get better. So you might as well... You might as well keep like 40? him. 40? He's less than that. So, yeah. He's 36 or 37, I think. Even when in November and they're not even in a relegation battle. He just, just yeah, what are we even chill. talking about? We should be talking about He's probably the only... He's probably the best English manager we have at the moment. There's no point in getting rid of him. It's, it's just dumb. It's yeah, dumb. but I talk, Let's see how far it can go. The press is all. Get off his back. He's the only decent one there. Eddie Howe, good, cha- good, good, for, good, good story. But he's not doing it Premier League. He's not there yet. He's not there yet. It's yeah. too early for him. Uh, but but Gary Monk is ready, and we need to we need to just support him. They have more. They have more loyalty. They have more loyalty to Jose Mourinho than him. And, oh, mate, and, yeah, and they they try and berate foreign players, managers, whatever. But they will still give foreign managers. And we, I'm not saying favor English managers, but at least give it fair due. Give them time. Yeah, exactly. Give but them time. The thing, is, anyway, the thing you is, could, you can win. You can win the Premier League and the FA Cup double and still get sacked. Ancelotti. So Ancelotti there's, there's, no, there's yeah. no. There's no. Yeah, yeah, it will happen probably anyway. Let's go to a team with a new manager. And a manager that's been there for quite a bit now. West Ham Everton. Finished uh, 1-1, I believe. Lanzini and Lukaku got on the goal sheet. Lanzini's goal was a beautiful goal. It was a really, really yeah. nice, tidy finish into the top corner. Um, Lanzini is going to have a heap load more of pressure on him now that Dimitri Payet has been injured for three months. Um, but hopefully for West Ham's sake, here with Moro Zerati and... Um, 
speak to Moses or Mikhail Antonio if they ever let him play. Yeah, yeah. Um, Best chance now, I guess. Yeah, could, could start doing things to start creating partnerships because Lazile and Paye played really well together and um, to to carry on West Ham's great form they really need something like that to spark up again um, West Ham West Ham I'm going to say something slightly controversial but I don't think Andy Carroll suits that team that's not controversial uh, that's, not, that's common sense uh, that's common think, sense I don't yeah. think he suits it he doesn't uh, I he's think, trash I think I think he as much as anybody else will be the reasons why they don't do as well they probably could he's do. being used because Sacco's injury prone and in Valencia as soon as he gets to come back from injury he gets injured, well, injured again but here's yeah, the point that's it Carroll's injury prone as well that's the issue yeah but he's the only one fo- well kind of fit I right guess now. what other injury prone tracker they've been linked with no no Pato, Pato is no longer injury, injury prone he's been fit for three years he is doing bits and if he goes to West Ham I'll be happy if he goes but to Liverpool t- I'll be very upset not, not fucking upset very fucking upset very fucking upset because him <laughs> ben Tex, no him with Firmino behind him I'm not involved fuck that <laughs> fuck that I'm not involved fam. but it's just like yeah. I just feel like the, the team the way we established that could create a little bit more chances with a, a, a more mobile striker um, defensively they're okay but I'm actually quite disappointed Pablo Obiang who um who they bought in the summer from Sampdoria. In midfielder, who, right? Yeah, yeah. Who's like, you should be really charging Noble for that spot, but you never, you never really got a sniff. And Noble was done really well since retaining the captaincy. I mean, really Noble's solid. captain, so I've, I feel like he should be challenging Coyote for his place. But he's a different player to Coyote. Coyote is more of a get, get, um, get stuck tackles into that, yeah. Get, Coyote, um, Boyang's got a much better a passing range. He's mm. a bit like Carrick, I'd, I'd say. He's, he's quite tall he's hmm. quite lanky but he's oh, passing yeah, but there's only good. one spot for defensive midfielder or deep line playmaker well it? they played they played two defensive mids um, Coyote is a tackler and is um, he, I thought Coyote is defensive yeah yeah yeah. he's a defensive mid yeah uh, and then they played Noble as the person who sort of sprays the passes around yeah, yeah, yeah. he's doing fantastically well for West Ham at the moment and they got uh, Lanzini, Paye, Moses and Zarate when he's fit or, or playing and stuff like that and carry up top um they play really well at, at points. They were really, really good attacking at points. But it's, it's a consistency over the course of 90 minutes that West Ham needs to focus on. And also being able to be compact for the for their home games because they, they leak a lot more chances of late as well recently. I'm not sure that's because Obiang is not, not, not Obiang. Ogbon is not playing. I'm not sure whether that's because Reed has just got, got fit. Or because they met Lukaku. Or, or because Lukaku again. Seven and seven, and he was very quick to remind the West Ham fans when he scored that he's done it again and again and again. Yeah, his goal was quite good. He ran past uh, Adrian. It's a good, who passed the ball? Was it Delafe? Yeah, part, great pass to um, Lukaku. He ran round uh, Adrian and slotted it home. Good finish. It was a good finish. It was a good finish. Lukaku is now he's starting to live out his potential, which is nice to see. You think he'll be? You think he'll stay at Everton for quite a while? No, I hope he stays in the Premier League. He's been into PSG, so if they go and bid forty-five million, I beg Van Gaal going to sack Cavani. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. I would like a player like Lukaku to stay in the Premier League because I, I like him, but I think he really suits the Premier League. Indeed, manager, new manager that done a good job first game. Oh my God! There we go. Got the. Uh, Point against Manchester City title contenders, pretty champion, eventual champions. But yeah, Allow it. they Good got point. lucky though. 
they got us. We got well, really lucky at points. Mm. Do you need a bit of luck. They haven't been lucky for the past yeah. th- you're, you're, ten yeah. games. You know, um, you know the one game that showed won the season. Yeah, Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. The tactics that God played was the same. So you know, we're talking about how he, he was just doing stupid tactical decisions to get it time and time and time again. Why don't you stick to something that winning formula? Because when we guarded it against Villa, I mean, uh, wow, against City. It's, point, be- it's because it's because Sherwood's been trying to be too smart. Yeah, so good. And that English, was English was. tactical inept style. <laughs> I mean, yeah. um, what was it? Who's the who's the caretaker for one? Who's that match? Kevin McDonald. Kevin yeah. He went for an English call. Uh, God went for a uh, French one. The thing is, like, you say that, but I just think he played most of Villa's best players yeah was uh, they were playing City he played three defensively minded midfielders because um, like like Ghana um, okay Vertu is not as defensively minded but Ghana and Sanchez definitely and then Marvi is their best left back crazy so um, the reason why because I think after the Palace game where he made the mistake Sherwood just just chucked him to the side and benched him ever since mm. but Marvi is their best left back um, I'd like to see Adama Traore Gil and Greenish play together as a three with guest ten up top and uh, Gaia and uh, Sanchez play just screen the defensive Villa I'd be really really interested to see how that plays because there's a lot of pace with the counter attack and they've got ball winners in the midfield as well because of the result there's nothing nothing much of any real real calibre real Real chances uh, emerged in this match. I mean, I'd d- say. D- no, Raheem Sterling had Raheem one. Raheem Sterling, I mean, yeah, De Bruyne, one. De Bruyne had one. Fernando hit the bar, like, and then Fernandinho placed it just wide. I think. Yeah, Delph nearly you know, scored you know, twice. I think, mean, like, the thing about Raheem Sterling and why I, I why can't he finish? Because he is nothing like a strike. He he lacks. Co- you know what? You know that ball that I think who played down the wing was it uh, De Bruyne that played it down was from the side towards the middle of the goal when he should have just got a touch. Yeah, yeah. Aguero would have adjusted his run. Common sense. <laughs> yeah. Would have adjusted his run and got the finish. Raheem well, Sterling just runs straight. He wants his straight lines. Also, have you noticed with Raheem Sterling? Um, he always tries to, to cut inside two or three times before putting it away. It's like yeah, he, he doesn't trust he his needs, left foot. He needs the clearest picture of the goal before even, he can yeah. shoot because he doesn't trust his finishing But then ability. even then, when he has clear chances, he still can't finish. And... As soon as they lost Boney, yeah, their attacking threat disappeared because Raheem Sterling is not a striker and you're not going to put Boney out there because his midfield creativity is so important to you. But then at the same Especially time... Especially with Silver out. Exactly. But at the same time, when you haven't got someone that can finish, what's the point? And Raheem Sterling... I genuinely think Kelechi Iliacho would be a better option for them up front than Raheem Sterling. Just put Raheem, a chance. put Raheem Sterling on the wing to do his stuff on the wing. Put the Boney in behind or out the other side and put Yaya Torre there and just let them play. Because um, uh, it's sad to say, because I do really like it. Bernie isn't cut out for, for this level of football. He can't play at Man City. He needs to be number one. He can't be number two. He needs to go back to Swansea or go to a team with that. He'll, he'll be another. He'd be a good player for West Ham as well. That type of player. He could do everything, but he needs to do everything where he's number one. He's not number one at City. I think he very much knows that. And he knows now, especially with his, his injury that he was forced off with. And then that's it. Aguero started training again. Aguero will be fit before he's fit. And that's it. Bowie's got to wait until Aguero gets injured to play again. To be honest, it's 50% Aguero I'll take over him anyway. That's, just, that's, that's just, not a slight of Bowie. Aguero's really, really good. Yeah, Aguero's good. fantastic. Yeah. As much as it hurts me to say that. Sorry, Michael. I know he broke your heart. Shouldn't have went to you. 
So I won't see it in that squad that go in the last minute, but then that's QPR's fault for kicking the ball to them anyway because they feel um, we're safe. I, because uh, do what you need to do, bro. Let's go to uh, <laughs> Sunday now. Oh, oh no, are we, Sunday, are we not addressing uh, the dive? The Raheem Sterling pathetic drop on the floor for trying to get a pen. Doing doing what he always does, cutting inside too often because he doesn't trust his. Cuts his in. I can't remember who it was that challenged him. He cuts in. Uh, it was Hutton or Hutton or Richards. Might be Richards because Hutton actually might have been Hutton actually. I, I can't remember, but either or he cut in and he stepped on the guy's foot and then the the f- oh ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, the drop the drop. You know like. He, you know, you're, it's obvious you're begging for a penalty when it's not a penalty. When you drop and when you you're about to fall on the floor, you look at the referee and put your hands out like, "What? Did you not see that?" It was it was embarrassing, man. And it was Ashley Young. Yes, I was about to say, yeah. But this is actually more impressive than Ashley Young because Ashley Young actually gets contact in the. <laughs> Ashley Young forces the contact. He though. Forces the contact. This guy doesn't have to even force contact. This was oh, it was embarrassing, man. Mm. And the fact that he even tried to attempt to dive just proves that as a striker he's useless he's not a striker inside forward he's but, not a striker but, but Pellegrini what, needs to cut that out but he's, this is what I've been saying for a long time though because he was playing this at that, at that time in the game he was playing out wide in his natural position to me he's overrated he's not fo- well, 49 million that's to be honest I'm not going to blame him for that because the that's team paid agent. that yeah the agent and the team's organised that so but well done agent but still he is overrated and I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't care what people rip me off for this or whatever. To me, he's a glorified Shrek Phillips. <laughs> Bang. Because Shrek Phillips at this age was doing the exact same things, popping goals for Man City yeah, for fun. popping goals. And then, exactly. And then he went to Chelsea and he met Damien Duff and Arjen Robben and he found his level. So, which was a play. Exactly. So, when Silver gets back and then City next season going by a top class winger, then he's going to be sitting on the bench next to Fabian Delph who'll probably get loaned out to Sunderland sitting in the championship. Ooh. So, there you go. And as for Delph, you snake. That reception you got is everything you deserve because you done double U-turn. You double bluffed. You double bluffed a football club when you're you the know, captain. You're about to leave and then everyone's like, your club's like, you know what, it's Man City. You're probably offering good money. You know, calm 8 million in his contract. Let him go. He's done well for us. You came back. You said, no, I can't leave the club. I'm the captain. I want to lead us to higher, bigger heights. A day later, you're at Man City again because they threw more money in your face. And now you're sitting on the bench and you, your excuses are, oh, I've been getting injury time. I've been getting, I've been getting injuries as well. Would you start in front of Yaya Torre and Fernandinho? Uh, for Would you start in front of Fernando? No. This so sit where you are, learn your level and then leave and go to, I don't know, Sunderland or try and get me back to Villa. I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny, but he should have known full well that they only bought him to fill the homegrown quota. And if you're trying to tell anybody else, there's another reason why he was signed by Manchester City. He's just he's just absolutely deluded. And and where where or where 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 is Patrick Roberts? Oh yeah, mate, mate. Does he even? We saw him one time this season when they were Does getting pot, no, when they were getting pot four one by Tottenham, and they won for the last five minutes. We need English talent. We need to develop youth. Okay, give him a chance then, innit? Put him on the bench at least. I know, yeah, I know, yeah, no, natural. It's, it's good. these foreign managers though; they don't appreciate our English talent. Foreign managers, sarcastic, yeah. yeah. You know, oh, this is why I hate City because footballers like Devante Cole saying, "Oh, you know, I thought it was better to join them when I was younger." Because they brought for youth talent like Michael Richards, 
<laughs> different club then. Where is Michael Richards sitting now? No, yeah. no, 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 no. It was a different club then. Completely different club. It was a different club then. But look at the caliber of youth they were bringing through. Compared, and you had you had trust between Man City and Man United. Andy Cole's son. Common sense. But then look, look. The thing is for him now. He's. I think he's like nineteen now. And yeah. He's doing well. He's got. He's playing for Bradford at the moment. He's scored quite a few goals since he's joined. But he it's a lesson. It's a lesson for young English players. The city is not there for you. They're not there for you. They're there to fill their quotas so they can try their best and eventually get knocked out of the Champions League. City and Chelsea are not there for you. Not there no, for you. It's true. It's no, true. It's true. Bamford. Bamford come out and say, I read on the paper said oh, there's a WhatsApp group just called Chelsea Loadies. Between the 30 loan players. That's how they keep in contact. Because they know it's banter. No, but they're talking about Dominic Salanke and stuff like that. Avitesse. Loftus Cheek is being thrown in the deep end. Not be blooded in properly because the team's not doing well. Um, How are you going to be young and say I'm going to join Chelsea when they haven't produced a young player since John Terry? Boy, let's just continue the show, man. Our pod even show. What I'm talking about? <laughs> it can be called cool. a show. Bloody hell! Very good show was Arsenal versus Tottenham. Tottenham, Ta-da. boy. Tottenham. I, the thing is, what I've all I can say is before you are very impressive. Before Please, before anything else gets said about them is there's been a paradigm shift in the way Tottenham see their club. Finally, their fans are starting to realise that Pochettino means business and that he's a good player because they left proud but disappointed. They knew they should have won that game. Because they should have won that game. Tottenham played the best Tottenham for about 60 minutes could have released a DVD called How to Play Against Arsenal and it would have been that 60 minutes. You know what though? (sighs) The thing about Arsenal, right, is... Let's not go. Please. No, 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 no. I have to, I have no, to, no, no. I have to, I'm sorry, I have to. The way it is, yeah, so people were saying that their players were fatigued, which I could see on the pitch yeah, quite what, clearly. This is what Kale wanted to talk about as well, actually. But Tottenham played on Thursday, on Thursday and they only rested Walker, Rose and Dembele. The rest of those players played, right? But to that and point... acting like Munich is, is Mumbai or something like that. Fuck exactly. out of it. But to that point, right, so Wenger, listen, and... This is this is where I, I get on Arsenal because the lack of depth is shocking. And I don't care about 10 injuries. I don't care about this and that and the other. I don't care about Sanchez. Sanchez no, played... It comes down to it as well. Sanchez played in Chile. Yeah, for, uh, for Chile. In Chile, in the Copa America. Mm-hmm. He played every game. He was knackered. He came back. First game, you're losing 2 to West Ham. You yeah, bring him out. On. You've already lost the game. You know that. And then fast forward to this game. And I, this is where... I ask you, I argue for a lot of Arsenal fans. See, you're calm. You, you, you have common sense. I, I have football fans to have common sense as friends, anyway. So, I know that they will talk with not sense coming out of their mouth, right? Ten injuries, yeah. Ten injuries, and most of those players are not your first eleven, right? But okay, Bellerin Walcott, Bellerin Walcott. I don't know why Ramsey's the right winger; it shouldn't be there. But and uh, him, no, there's a stat circling around. Apparently, we've won. I think eight games with him in uh, in the team, and we've lost. No, when we've um, only won three with with um, without him. So he does something. So I don't know what so, it is. So it's three, but he does something. But uh, but uh, you can't be claiming you can't be claiming a crying injury crisis when you're when you're carrying Ospina, when you're carrying Rosicky. That's the thing. Yeah. They wouldn't be Wilshere would touch because, your first eleven because he, he goes he goes oh this Joel Joel Campbell's chance to shine. But if Oxley wasn't injured, if Ramsey wasn't injured, where would he? Ramsey's nowhere near right winger. 
but you're playing him instead of Joel Campbell. But more to the point, you got ten injuries. I fully shape him into a DMF or you, DLP. You know he's not right mid. You know how injury prone Wilshere is, Rosiski is, all these players. You only bought check. Look at the bench. I don't care if Gibbs scores a, scored a goal. That for me was not a tactical genius decision. That was I need to put that was some, luck. That was it. Yeah, that's I need to put someone there because Joe Campbell was know, tired. I was, um, when uh, Gibbs scores, I was I berated him for being on there for being on the pitch for about uh, for about a minute before he just scored. Mm. I was berating him for fucking hell. What's Gibbs doing here? You shit. And he scores. Like, ah, oh, okay. But well, he, well done, Gibbs. But he shouldn't well have. Done. He shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't have been because agree that. he's not a left winger. And he was at. Um, <laughs> Joe, hold on, hold Joe on. Joe is. Joe, he's got a left back eye. Joe is. Joe is. Joe is. Arsenal is making it abundantly clear to everybody that wants to listen that he doesn't fancy Joe Campbell. Yeah, yeah, quite simple. That's what it is. Quite simple. Because he did the same. He got bad match performance against Swansea. Got subbed early for Kieran Gibbs. This is and like, I don't understand it. It's not hard to sign depth. Listen, that team you played. Was a team that will probably start every game apart from Joe Campbell. I want to. I want to. I want to talk about how well Tottenham played. So. Oh yeah, I'll get. I'll get. We can go into that. You do. You can cover that. I just want to rip into Arsenal right now because this is annoying. I'll join you. I'll join right. you in a minute. Um, not you, Darren. <laughs> but this. This is. This is all Wenger incompetence. It's just. It's. It's dates back to how many years now? You know how. You know how injury prone your players are. You know how many years begin injuries for you for God knows how long. Who's this German guru? What German guru? Physio, whatever his fucking. Oh, name is. I don't even. Uh, I, I can't even give you that name. This I don't guy, know. man. But you've got you've got a Dutch coach that comes out and says your ta- your training methods are the things that's causing these, causing these injuries. If you don't believe it's that, you think it's just bad luck. Should you not go and sign players to add depth to the squad so you don't have it won't be on the way on the bench? Who, to be fair, if you give you for, if you give you for chance. Fair enough, but then you're not exactly giving him give you for chance. But you're not exactly giving him a chance. He's there yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're lacking oh, the yeah. backup. That's the issue, and. The reason why Tottenham it was so easy for them is because those players that you depend on so much are not co- you, you come out, you play Santi Cazola, you see how poor he's playing, then at the end of the game you see he was 30% fit. He, no, he, this is the thing. I think Wenger, this is what annoyed the hell out of me. He said he needed to see the match before he could judge if his team, team's minds were in it. And you could have been pot 3 in the first half. What manager says that? What manager does that? This, 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 I hope, this is, I need to see during the match to see if my team are mentally in this. This is what, no. what this is what worries me about Arsenal, Arsenal, because Arsenal fans will tell you that, oh, with this squad, they can win the league. But no. with this squad, no, with, well, you have common sense. Well, with the squads we have for the past five years, if you listen to Arsenal fans, we could win the fucking exactly. league. Get out of here, man. But how many of them get injured? All the time. <sighs> Always saying, oh, you see videos of Wilshere. We know how good Wilshere is, but he's useless if he's not coming on the pitch to play games. He's an idiot, though. Because he doesn't cost himself. He's a twat. And uh, I, I, don't know, I don't know how much I need to rip into Arsenal because as for the goal that Harry Kane scored, Jesus Christ. World Cup winning defender. Because Sheldy was lazy too there. Yeah, yeah, Sheldy did no, not that's cover, no, cover at all. That's the thing. Where's the communication? Big gaps. No, com- no positional sense. Mertesacker like again. Mertesacker trying to trying to play offside trap because Shelly not realise he's trying to play offside I can't trap. Even I can't even praise the the Rose pass because he, he looked up. He was like, "Yo, oh that space!" It went through the middle of our centre back. Yeah, I have to pass it in there, otherwise I'm not doing my job. So 
I mean, the only thing I can praise is the fact that Harry Kane went across the ball and opened his body up to make check it difficult, well. for, difficult for check. No, check went to down be, to he went, he went down too. He went to, down far too easy. But to be fair to Kane, when you put yourself in that position, you put a sense of doubt in the goalkeeper's thinking. Now is he going to roll it there yeah, or is he going to roll a good it? Finish. Yeah, so it was a wrong. good finish. So I'll give him that credit. But the defending, Jesus Christ! And every time Arsenal lost the got the ball back, they lost it again. And that's a testament to Tottenham because Pochettino's for time has always said, I want to get a team that wins the ball back quickly and plays football. And his philosophy is working. And I said this to you guys earlier. They they are one of those teams that are in for the title race in terms, in terms of like, they'll be there. Not that they're going to win it. Yeah, no, not at all. But they can be there if they maintain this form because the game they lost this season was an own goal at Old Trafford. And even then, they were better than Man United. So, what, Ali... Dominating midfield, the solid defensive midfielder doing very well there. Can I, can I say something about Deli Ali? Yeah, all right, go on. Deli Ali, we're going to say now, is a better, complete, more complete midfielder than Ross Barkley. There you go. Ooh. Because Ross Barkley, he creates, he makes people excited, but. He doesn't create. He creates for himself by running out players. Okay. But one thing Deli Ali does, he's very, very good at picking up the ball. Picking out a pass, but he could also beat players, and he could also put his foot on the ball and, and, and like basically control the midfield. He had a fantastic game for Spurs. So did De- um, um, Dia, yeah, and this leads me game. to another point. Uh, I remember the time where um, Arsenal resigned Ox, Wilshere, Callum Chambers, Kieran Gibbs, uh, and another English player that um, that um, fails me at the moment. Um, they re-signed them all on new contracts. No, Jack Wilshere was the guy. And um, Wenger was going on about how he needs and how England needs to, in general, build up an English core of players that are going to do something in the international game. You look at those same players for Arsenal, Wilshere, injury pro, not first team. Kieran Gibbs, injury pro, not first team. Ox, injury pro, not first team. Callum Chambers, not well. there. Jen- Carl Jenkins is the other person I met Carl Jenkinson on loan two years ago at West Ham probably not going to make it at Arsenal look at Tottenham now do their business quietly Kyle Walker constantly playing mainstay player for um, Spurs. for Spurs Danny Rose exactly the same Mason is coming through very well Dier has played in a various amount of positions and doing fantastically well at DMF so much so that he's now in the English squad not as a defender but as a DMF and you've got Deli Ali, 19, playing fantastically in this maiden season in the Premier League. And you've got Harry Kane. But isn't that Pochettino's thing as well? Because look at this Southampton. Exactly. Wood Prowse, Harrison Reed, he brought him through. He's not being seen this much, that much season, but he's getting chances. Mm. Matt Target got put through there. Sam Gallagher's first game at Southampton was under Pochettino. As much as, so as, as, as far as Ozil and Sanchez can keep their form, Wenger is being protected by those two. Yeah. Because he's they, those two players are the winners in Arsenal. Those two players are the winners. Because Ozil's finally stepped up, and if it wasn't for him finding um, Gibbs, Gibbs, no one else would have stepped up in that team. Sanchez is knackered. He's he's done. He he's, he needs he needs good rest. And the thing is, he's gonna go and play for Chile. Oh, that's the thing about him. What, what, if he, if if Wenger gives him a rest, all he does is climb mountains in Chile. Why can't you rest? No. no. But what I'm saying is bring him back and when you have those... No, I'm, what I'm saying is force him to stay in England. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he can't do anything... Those it, <sighs> those run of two or three games where you have games that you should be winning anyway, that you shouldn't need him as much. Yeah. Just 
give him that break no, that's the thing, or though. bench him I at th- the very I least. think Wenger fears that he'll leave if he doesn't get all the, no, doesn't play no, all the time then bench him bench him then don't bring him on that's the best way to rest him yeah but then this is manage- this is manage- this is the genuinely 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 Arsenal should have the strength and depth to not have to play Sanchez every week completely um, but what the, the issue is though with Sanchez he, the way he plays he's 100% full intensity every game you worry that he's going to get a serious muscle injury and that day will come I hope I hope and for Arsenal because this is their best chance to win the Premier League yeah. for a long long time alright we're not going to so cool. yeah, yeah, but it is let's, let's be real it's yeah. their best chance to win the Premier League for a long long time and it's going to go down to the City games and Manchester United away and if you don't get at least six points from those games, you probably aren't going to win the league. It's probably going to go to one of the other two Manchester clubs. As for Tottenham, you guys, Tottenham need to, Tottenham, Tottenham need to, to, Tottenham need to improve and keep on carrying on with the way they're playing. Because if they carry on with the way they're playing, there is absolutely no reason why they, they can't. They go lack to top four. They lack ruthlessness. That's the only thing they lack. Because there was a couple of times when they got near the box and they should have been putting shots at check. So. Get that ruthlessness in there and Tottenham will be popping teams that it shouldn't have been 1-1. One, one. They sure. should have been 3-4, gone. So. I didn't even get to Giroud. All right, no, no, no. Okay, I'm going to finish it. Fuck Giroud. Anyway, okay, yeah, no, a to team... Be, to be fair, that game here, yeah, fuck Giroud, yeah. Oh my God. He should, he, too many chances. Too, too many chances. A team that weren't, well, are always ruthless against uh, Liverpool. Oh, Crystal Palace. Oh my God, it's hilarious. It's every year. You know, Guys, I'm, it's every year. I'm not even, what I'm, I'm going to address is, I don't know why they allow Scott Dan to have two pops with headers. Can I, can That's can what I, I'm going to get at. That's what I'm saying. Can I and, ask you one thing? Go on. Do you think Scott Dan is a better defender than Phil Jagielka? I've never rated it either, to be honest. No. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't rate Scott Dan? I've never rated it either. Like, no, it is. No, if you're going to put Scott Dan up with every, all the English defenders at the moment, where would you put him? Or oh, with English defenders. Put in, obviously, we're putting Small Dini, John Stones. Well, for me, if I had to pick a force uh, English, if I had to pick four centre backs to go with England right now, it'd be John Stones, Chris Morlin, uh, what's this guy's name? Gary Cahill. He has to be in there. Meh. Gary Cahill no, is not playing any. He's not playing well, but he has to be thrown in there. That's just, just, just he, cause experience. He, yeah. He, yeah, he would be put in there anyway, regardless. And if he wasn't playing as a DMF, it would be dear. But. So, if I had to be with Dan or Jagielka, Jagielka's not bad, but Dan is outperforming him, to be fair. Dan is Dan has been outperforming Jagielka solidly for the last year. But the thing with England is, Gibbs hasn't done anything. He's in England oh, squad. Wait, 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 Fabian Dolph comes off the bench for 10 minutes. He's in England squad. So what, what do you want to say about England? Just, just address the game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Balassi uh, continue and uh, Scott Dan got on the goal sheet. Why can't Liverpool beat Crystal Palace? What I found really interesting was Yannick Balassi's post-match interview yesterday. Did you hear it? Hmm. He was like, oh, um, the boss was talking about uh, um, Liverpool's weaknesses and how to expose them and every time it's working at the moment. <laughs> he, get, he gets it tactically spot on against Liverpool. It just comes down to this. pardew has got their number. It just comes down to it. Maybe when Klopp gets his uh, hands all over that team yeah, and can shape he, it. Yeah, they might, their, their luck against uh, Crystal Palace... Might change. That's but, what it needs. That's what it but needs. What I also feel like um, that game was a revert to type to the Brendan Rodgers Liverpool of the last 18 months. Mm. Sloppy defended, poor goalkeeping, just nervousness on the ball. Defenders try to do too much too soon with the ball and not play the ball further up the field. Do you know what Liverpool's problem is defensively? When they're, they're 
retreating and getting to position, they actually stay in good positions. It's individual stupidity. Constantly. It's constant. That's constant individual like, Take Sacco, for example. He hurt his leg, right? He was bobbing all over the place. He came back on the pitch. Within a second, he got the ball, lost it. Well, the, thing is, box. the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, he's injured himself, pass it back to the keeper, let him bump it up, and just clear, give yourself some time, and he's trying to play the ball out for the back. Common sense. Common sense. But then, if you take him off, he comes on Lovren. Dejan. So, Against Palace. Exactly. Because yeah. so, he's not got previous. So, last year, I've ever filled there. So, it's always, it's always banter with them, but this is, for me, it's not Klopp's side anyway. Like he's, no, trying to, he's, he's trying to he's trying to get his, his type of football on there. And you can see he's coming bits by bit by bit. Full of throttle. But it's not there yet. And if Too anyone hustle. tries to gas up Coutinho, Coutinho is not grabbing games by the scruff of the neck. He's getting chances that he should be putting away. It's that simple. Highlight player. This one was a decent finish because he ran onto it, which he should have, you know. Yeah. But apart from that, he's still average to me. Good player, not as good. You no, know, don't compare him with Matthew. Don't go, don't like him. Like that, you know. Don't go, don't like him. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. But apart from that, I mean, Palace just do bits. Again, Dan wins the header. Save. Twice! He, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be getting a second chop at that. That, that is poor in your box. <laughs> That's why they won't get top four. Simple as that. Ever? Not for ever, a while. not ever, <laughs> not, not ever, ever yeah. but for a while. I, I do think on the club they will at some point bring a, a serious title challenge, but that's going to take at least three years. Mm. Three years, maybe. Three centuries, who knows? I love, I'd love three centuries enough. Yeah, I'd be dead, so that would be fine. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Let's get to your your segment, Michael. Top bins. Oh, is that, there was a, oh, is that all the games? Oh, yeah, it was oh, wicked. Games. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you probably was dead this He's week. Dead, yeah, it was just quick. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, bins. Top bins. Yeah. From, yeah. I, I've got a winner. I've that got a winner. Bad. But that's the only goal. There's only one goal I can really remember. I can't like, remember the goal. I, right, I watched Match of the Day today. All right. Oh, Arnautovic or Lanzini? Oh, Lanzini. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. He, he put it away. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. That was top bins. Lanzini, you won it. Well done. Right. It was a bad, it was bad weekend. It was a bad man. weekend. It makes my, my segment even harder. The top of the, the top. Of oh, the it makes one, one part of the segment very easy. Actually, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I don't know. I guess it's really hard to pick both sides. Yeah. Jesus. If you want, you can just mention loads of players for top and flop. All right. <laughs> okay. You want, have fun with it. But, I mean, it's getting to the point where I'm actually genuinely considering putting Vardy as one of the top players this week. That's how bad the Premier League has been. Uh, well, to be fair, like, to be fair, he, he was actually one of the stand-up players and he didn't have that good a game. Exactly. Joe, so, Joe, 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 I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Jesse Lingard, for top, for getting his, his, getting his goal. goal. He's like his first senior yeah, goal for Manchester bias. United. I'm joking, he had a good week. Yeah, it's a very good week. <laughs> and he's 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 won the spot at left wing for United and battling against somebody they just signed. So he's he's doing very well for United. Flop of the week though. I don't know who to pick. <laughs> I got quite a couple. I could pick a myriad of players. Have fun. Have um, fun. Have fun. Have I fun. D- I d- uh, have fun. Enjoy okay, it. Okay, right. You can go A to Z if you want. Actually, no, 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 no. Can, I, can I start again? Can I start again? Top of the week. We did we? No, we, we, we've missed out a game. We, we, we haven't covered Newcastle Bournemouth. <gasps> because Rob Elliott. There we go. I knew it. I think you wait. There's one game. Oh, hey, hey, Craig. Sorry, bruv. <laughs> Jeez. Did we not? No. Oh, like, it's, it's like Rob Elliott was their best player. Shout out Newcastle for winning ugly, though. Two shots the whole game. <laughs> one on target, one off target. 
Where is it? Oh, oh. the top. God's sake, Gail. Damn, I'm blind. Yeah. Rob Elliott, Rob Elliott would be the top of the week, actually. And, um, oh, so yeah, I, I usually probably got the goal sheet for... Uh, that was a good finish, actually. Yeah, yeah it was and very the probably could have done better. Should have done better, but... Defensively, they should have done better as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're trying to play a brand of football, and Newcastle were not the best defensive either, so I thought they thought they think, they think they could go at them, which they did, and they did very well, apart from the goalkeeper being pretty damn good. Mm. Yeah, so... Uh, back to the top of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Newcastle. Yeah, genuinely, Sorry, genuinely what happened was, uh, both made a shit ton of chances because oh, they can't finish. Well, fuck's sake, I missed it. What? I wrote notes on it. It was basically both, both dominating the game and Jose Perez scoring that one well, goal because Adam Federici and Arthur Boric are both drunk. I want to give Newcastle, I want to give Newcastle a shout because they do get ripped bears on this. Yeah. And Craig Kim here, he was crying two weeks, well, two weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And rightly so because he had every right to cry. No, he makes a cry and go, go listen. Exactly. Um, so, like, you know, they won ugly. Great goalkeeping performance. It won't happen again because he's not that good a goalkeeper. Yeah. But he had a good time. Um, so yeah man I mean they needed the points and they're on 10 points now I think so just try and keep getting results and yeah. stay up hopefully because I do like Newcastle also, and I fi- do like Craig finally flop of the week the flop of the week is the Premier League nice fair enough okay yeah, yeah fair enough Mertesaka Barajino oh god 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 anyway um, let's get to uh, next week's fixtures yeah. of course week after International yeah. break, everybody. Yeah, nobody cares. Mm. Nobody cares. There's a, a welcome break from the dire showings that we're getting. I'm week, so, I'm, week I want to watch England get popped by France, though. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so two weeks. Oh, a week from now. No, two weeks from now. Yeah, two weeks from now. Watford, Manchester United. Oh shit! Three uh, one. No, three no. Main United actually. Main United don't score more than three goals. No, no, notice. they'll score three. They'll um, score three because two one. Manchester United. Watford play high line, bro. They'll get popped. Yeah. Chelsea, uh, Norwich. Chelsea, Norwich. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. 1-1. <laughs> no, no. Chelsea need to win, bro. 1-0. 1-0. 1-1. Oh, jeez. Everton, Aston Villa. 2-1 Villa. Ooh, baptism. Baptism of fire for Ooh, God. Yeah, that could be a decent Villa result, actually. Yeah. But I think I think Lukaku will do bits, though. So, 3-1 uh, Everton. Newcastle, Leicester. Newcastle. Oh, wait. No, Vardy's going to score, though. 2-1 Leicester. They're going to win again. Yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, Southampton Stoke. Southampton 3. 2-1 Stoke. Swansea Bournemouth. Swansea... No, 1-1. One, one. <laughs> um, 2-1 Swansea. West Brom Arsenal. West Brom at home. Arsenal win. Oh. I'm not going to answer that again because you do this all the time. <laughs> Arsenal win. Arsenal win 2-0. Score draw. Man City um, Liverpool. Ooh. See, you're gonna win. Yeah, it's still a good match, though. Ah, don't three, three, one, City. Ah, I'm going one 0 Liverpool. Ooh, uh, Tottenham West Ham. Ooh, no, Tottenham. Tottenham will do bits. Three, one, um, Tottenham. Injuries come at the wrong time for West Ham. <laughs> uh, Crystal Palace and Sunderland. Final game. Two 0 Palace. No, no. Fair enough. The table is as follow. I don't know why I did it like that. I don't know why. Manchester, well, Remy God probably. He's influenced me. Remy. Remy. I don't know what the hell is that. Anyway, Manchester City are top and so are Arsenal on 26 points each. Arsenal should have took the fucking lead. Rather your second. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Leicester are third and Manchester United are fourth. Tottenham are fifth. Leicester are sixth. 
Seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth are West Ham. No, Southampton, Crystal Palace, Everton, and Liverpool. Watford are eleventh. Stoke are twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth are Stoke, West Brom, Swansea, uh, Norwich, and Chelsea. I repeat, Chelsea sixteenth. <laughs> it's every week. Yeah, <laughs> it's still almost no, like no, no. Last week they were fifteenth. This week they're seventeenth, sixteenth. Well, they went down so, one, you know. Yeah, exactly. I was. I was you know what? Next week. Uh, so. If they lose again, mm. next um, next game with what um, we cover on the podcast, I'm going to compare their um, results at this point of the season to teams that were relegated <laughs> last year. Okay, fair enough. Newcastle are finally out the relegation zone. They're on 17th and the relegation zone is as follows. Bournemouth, Sunderland and Aston Villa. And Blackburn are 16th in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> Just for okay. just I said that. Okay. <laughs> Darren knows exactly why I'm I saying that. I know exactly why you're saying that. <laughs> yeah. Where can they find us, Michael? Uh, Soundcloud.com slash free in midfield. Yep. On Twitter, just type free in midfield in, you'll find us. Yep. And free midfield.com. Thank you very much for listening. This has been another week of the free midfield podcast. Good night. Time to wax on free, bro. Let's go. Down, 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 down